0: Hi everyone. I just want to share today from one of my favourite parts of scripture in Philippians uh, chapter 4. So um, why don't you turn in your Bibles or have a look at the screen right now. We're gonna, I'm going to read through uh, Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 uh, through to 9. And they're just one of my favourite parts of the Bible and I really have it on my heart to share with you today. Starting at chapter 6, I'm reading from the uh, NIV translation that reads, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true... Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. Wow, I love it. So here in this portion of scripture, the Apostle Paul is wrapping up his letter to the Philippians with some really important reminders. These truths were important then, they have been ever since, and they will continue to be. Given the tricky times we are currently going through, I wanted to encourage us and draw our attention to these truths. You know, God invites us to replace our fear with his perfect peace and turn our hearts towards gratitude and thinking instead on things that are worthy to feed our minds with. So today we're just going to go through this scripture step by step and I just want to encourage you that the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds always. So it starts with don't be anxious. In Matthew chapter 6, another favourite part of the Bible for me, Jesus reminds us not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. He says that God provides for the birds and we are far more valuable to him than birds. And if our Father in heaven cares for wildflowers that are here one day and gone the next, he will certainly care for us. Let's trust God together today. Think back to the times that he has provided for you in any situation and let it build your faith. Paul goes on, he says, in every situation. You know, God cares so much for us that he wants to hear about every part of our lives. Sometimes it's tempting to think, you know, I can't bother God with that. I can handle that one myself or to think it's just too impossible and not even want to ask God. Remember that God already knows all our needs, but he wants you to invite him into the situation. In prayer and petition. So prayer is simply talking to God. You can do it out loud. You can sing it if you like. You can write it down in a crowded and noisy room. It can be handing your thoughts over to God. But the use of the word petition seems to indicate to me that we can ask and we can ask again and again. We know the prayer of a righteous person, a person in right standing with God through Christ is powerful and effective. And then Paul goes on and says, with thanksgiving. So by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. You know, Psalm 100 tells us to enter God's presence with thanksgiving. When we come to God, giving him giving him thanks for all he has done and all he is doing, we enter his presence. A thankful heart is a doorway to God's presence. Again, reminding ourselves of God's faithfulness in our lives helps us to be thankful. And then it goes on, present your requests to God. You know what this can sound really formal that we're And we're presenting ourselves. But again, God just wants us to come to Him. God is gentle, He will never force Himself upon us. He is always there and He wants us to seek Him out. Canon J. John recently reminded his followers on Instagram that prayer is not forcing the hand of God, it is holding the hand of God. I love that imagery. We are reaching out to hold His hand telling him what we need, like we would a loving father. Then we move on to to verse 7. The peace of God which transcends all understanding. I love this line because it's so true. There are so many imitations of peace out there, so many ways to supposedly achieve peace or zen or calm, but we know that peace is a person and his name is Jesus. And he comes when we lay our life down and we enter his rest. You know, I was, a, I was a child, I was about nine years old when I met Jesus and I chose to follow him and give my life to him. And I was a very anxious child. I was always worried. I was always concerned. It was hard to sleep at night. Um, my physical body you know, just couldn't cope with the anxiety I experienced at times. And my parents tried all sorts of different methods to get me to calm or to focus or to get to sleep. But when I met Jesus, when I met Jesus, all of that changed. When I prayed that prayer of salvation and I felt his presence, I cried. And and my sister was with me and she was so angry with the person that led me in that prayer because she thought uh, she'd made me cry, but really it was the presence of God. And what that presence brought was peace, a peace that couldn't be purchased any other way than by the blood and the power of Jesus dying on that cross. That peace is a person, my friends, and he is powerful. And that peace, it transcends all understanding. It didn't make sense to me, but in that moment, I knew that everything was going to be okay and that God was with me. He was for me. He wasn't against me and he was going to keep me in perfect peace. It was so amazing. I love it. And I love when Paul moves on to saying it will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. In Jesus is where we find true peace and protection from the worries and the anxieties of this world. Peace becomes like a barrier around our hearts and our minds as we continually give our worries over to him. I also love this image. You could imagine it as an impenetrable wall or Jesus' standing guard around your heart and your mind and as fears and worries and anxieties creep closer, this barrier of peace protects you. Next, Paul moves on. He's like, there's another step to this. Think about whatever is true, noble, lovely, etc., etc. Paul is encouraging us to fill our minds instead with things that are excellent and praiseworthy. To prevent fear, anxiety, and worry from returning, he says to dwell on wonderful things God's amazing creation, God's miraculous provision. Gratitude for the smallest and biggest things. Someone who is kind. Maybe how I can be kind to others because this does us good and it is a great way to live. You know, anxiety and fear and worry, they just pop up like weeds. But we have to deliberately plant thoughts on wonderful and excellent and praiseworthy Things so that those things are cultivated and they grow and they, they spread out and there's no room for those weeds of fear and worry to grow. And finally, Paul wraps up in verse 9, reminding the Philippians that he has set a great example of faith for, for them. And he can sound a little cocky here, but Paul has had such a transforming experience. He knows the word of God and he is sure and certain, and he is an amazing disciple of Christ. And he's saying that, look, if you follow my example, you know, all the things we've talked about while I was with you and in my letters since, you will find peace. You will discover that that peace is a person and his name is Jesus. So, today, everyone, I want to remind you that God doesn't want us to fear or to worry, or to be anxious. Easier said than done, I know, but He, our God, our Father in heaven, He has it all in His hands. He wants us to trust Him. And as we come to Him in prayer, with thanksgiving, hold His hand and tell Him what we need, He will replace our worry with His peace. It becomes like a protective barrier around our hearts and our minds as we continually come to him with our worries and hand them over. And instead of dwelling on things we can't control, Paul reminds us to fill our minds with thoughts of things excellent and praiseworthy. Christian author Christine Kane says this, When things are crashing, when people are frantic, when adrenaline is spiking, when chaos seems to swell. The peace of God is what will keep us, guide us, and move us forward. This is my prayer for you and for me today. Let me pray for you before we go. God, our Father in heaven, thank you that you love us so much, that you gave us peace, peace that was purchased by the blood of Jesus. God, a peace that can't be imitated you are true peace, God, and we thank you for the peace that comes with your presence right now, whatever we are facing, you know, uncertainty about the future, whatever it may be. God, we choose today to pull out those weeds, place them in your hands, and grab some seeds and start sowing, you know, thankfulness and gratitude. And we decide to place on our minds on everything that is worthy of praise. God, we thank you that today you displace fear at the centre of our lives with your incredible peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, church. Thanks for tuning in.